All right, welcome back to Forgotten Lakers. We're here today with former Los Angeles Laker Brian Cook, uh, affectionately known uh, to Laker fans as the Cookie Monster during his stay in L.A. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm good, Jeff. How you doing, man? What's going on with you? No, not much. Uh, just local in the Dallas area, just hanging out here. Everything's going well. Uh, huge Lakers fan, obviously, so that's how I got this podcast started. And uh, I've been looking forward to talking to you, so I'm glad we were finally able to get this started. Cool, cool. Uh, I'm I'm glad to be on, man. Let's get it started. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Uh, one of the first questions I typically like to ask, um, you know, how did you get started with basketball? What made you start playing, and when did you realize that you had a real future in it? Um, actually, what started me uh, playing basketball was uh, my father. Um, um, his name is Norman Cook. He went to Kansas and uh, played for the Celtics. Uh, you know, he's a big inspiration in my life, uh, you know, and he played in the NBA as well. And, uh, um, so, you know, growing up, you know, in the Midwest where I grew up at, you know, uh, you know, that was a way to get out, you know, uh, Chicago, uh, Peoria, Midwest area. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, some other people I grew up with, like Sean Levinston, you know, uh, Andre Iguodala, and, uh, you know, some other great players from uh, around the area that were really, really good that, you know, didn't make it. So, but at the same time, you know, uh, you know, uh, that's what got me playing. And, you know, like my father, you know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. Playing basketball. And they said that he was going, he was a great player in uh, Kansas. And, uh, you know, growing up, my father uh, had schizophrenia, you know, wasn't around him a lot, you know, and things of that matter. So, uh dealing with personalities and things, you know, uh, was very apparent with me when I was growing up and things of that matter. So dealing with that and then playing ball at the same time, you know, fueled me to get to where I wanted to be. You know, uh, then went to the University of Illinois yeah. uh, out of high school after being a McDonald's All-American. And then uh, after that, uh, killed it at Illinois and then got drafted by the Lakers. Yeah, I know you went to Illinois. Actually, um a guy from my high school, I think, was a teammate with you for at least one season or part of the season was um, – I went to high school with him was Kyle Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I know Kyle. Kyle, uh, Illinois, he, he was, he's a great – he was a great dude, man. I love Kyle, man. Uh, wish he would have stayed at Illinois a little bit longer. But, uh, you know, uh, his family was back there uh, at uh, – down in Wichita State, you know. So, sure. um, I know he started going he – went, he, went, he needed to be back by his family and get there. So – that's a great, great dude right there. And, uh, you know, when he came in as a freshman, he 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 can play, man. We called him the uh, uh, young Dirk because he could play, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying, back in the day. He, he was a 6'9 guy that could really shoot the ball and, and jump, had a real good IQ for the game, you know. So, yeah, I understand. Uh, so you mentioned your dad went to Kansas. Were you recruited by Kansas at all, or were you considering that, or were you focused on staying <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was recruited by everybody. Uh, I was a McDonald's All-American um, yeah. throughout high school. So, um, you know, I had letters from every, everybody. But, you know, my mom had me when she was 17. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was really, really, I'm really, really close with my mom. And uh, so I wanted to stay at home. So that's why I stayed at, at Illinois. It was an hour away from, you know, I have two younger sisters. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. That we, you know, I'm the old. I was the oldest. You know what I'm saying? And me and my mom, you know, I helped take care of the family and work while my mom worked three jobs. You know what I'm saying? And 
work at different gas stations and different jobs and help us survive. So, you know, it, just being a survivor, man, uh, you know, led me, uh, you know, to the McDonald's game and trying to, you know, <clears throat> get uh, – then I started getting college uh, scholarships from everybody. But that's mm-hmm. why, that's the reason why I went to Illinois because I wanted to represent Illinois. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I was from that part. You know, I grew up there. And at the same time, you know, my mother and my family was close. And I was able to check on them. So, um, but, you know, that, that lasted for about four years. You know, I grew up out there and, and got up out of the cold and came out to, you know, sunny California. They drafted me to, with the 24th pick, you know, yeah. at a 2003 draft, which was a really, really good draft. There was a lot yeah. of players and a lot of, a lot of brotherhood in that draft. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, the guys that still talk to these today, you know, starting to do a lot of good things uh, going forward. Yeah, so uh, like you said, mentioned coming into that 2003 NBA draft, that was one of the more unique seasons in Laker history was your rookie season. You know, they kind of retooled that offseason with you, Luke Walton, signed Gary Payton and Carl Malone. So what was that? Um, I mean, you go from being the man of Illinois, Big Ten Player of the Year, All-American, to all of a sudden you go to a team where your coach is Phil Jackson and you have four future Hall of Famers in that first training camp. <laughs> what was that like for you? It, uh, it was tough. I can't even lie. You know, uh, you know, sitting there. But, I, you know, I always try to have a broad mind. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's one thing that I was able to learn from, you know, uh, just being in situations, just keep an open mind about certain situations because – I was able to learn from a lot of those guys back then, you know, the game about just life in general, being being around, you know, certain personalities and that type of lifestyle. Those Hall, Hall of Famers, uh, I was around those guys playing every day, you know what I'm saying, getting better. So, you know, I took it as, as like that. But, you know, I was all during that year, you know, uh, I, I, I played, you know, when, when guys got hurt, you know. Sure. Uh, I, you know, I was a role player because, you know, obviously they wanted to have a strong run going into the playoffs, which uh, we did get all the way to the finals that year. We gave it a valiant, valiant effort, but, you know, uh, Detroit, they had a good team and they ended up winning that finals. So. Yeah, and so Phil leaves at that offseason. Shaq gets traded to Miami. Lakers brought in Rudy Tomjanovich. And that second season is when you really kind of came onto the scene with the Lakers. You got a lot more playing time. You were hitting, you know, three, four, three pointers every night, it seemed like. And, you know, going back through your statistics, I was looking, you didn't hit a single three in your rookie season. You didn't take that many. But then your second year, you were just one of the Lakers' primary shooting threat. So is that something you worked on in off season, Or how did that work out where you you were all of a sudden a perimeter shooter? I was always a perfect shooter, even since high school. You know, people forget I used to play high, uh, point guard in high school. I used to take the ball off the, you know, the board and bring it up and do everything. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So when I got to Illinois, I played, you know, uh, for Alon Kruger, uh, who had a motion offense at that time. And then uh, I played for Bill Self, who was uh, who had the high-low offense um, there that he's running at Kansas. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. you know, I – I was on. I was. I played on the perimeter a lot. You know, Illinois had thirty-four point, thirty-five point halves from mismatches. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, that's what um, I felt like it was when you know my my rookie year. You know, uh, I played a lot of the center position. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I go out. You know, if 
and we had Horace Grant and a lot of those other guys, uh, other uh, older vets on the team as well, that were good, great guys to learn from, and uh, you know, still great, great dudes now. You know, still chucking and doing really good for the basketball worlds and their families. So, you know, I, I just you know try to learn as much as I could that year, and going to the second year, you know, uh, the sting of that hurt hurt me. You know, I, you know, I, I worked hard that off season like I did every off season in the NBA, but uh. You know, uh, that off season, you know, I, I knew, you know, there were some of the guys that were gone, you know, at the same time. You know what I'm saying? I knew there was going to be a great opportunity. Um, I was a utility guy, man. You know, uh, yeah. that year, uh, the first year, you know, and then the second year, you know, I got my chance to start and uh, came in at, at a good way and trained really hard that season. And, um, was able to show a little bit what I could do in the in the triangle offense. Um, well, Rudy, he actually ran uh, a lot more pick and roll, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, pick and pop and stuff like that. And you know, that's what I specialize in. So, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, pick and pop and pick and roll, you know, and making that big man come out there and um, you know they're lagging behind or showing on a pick, uh, you know, slipping or. Or, or popping, uh, setting a good pick for a teammate and popping. Uh, a lot of times, I got a lot of my a lot of my points, you know, throughout the NBA. Um, you know, setting screens for for other people, you know, sure. what I'm saying, or helping somebody else. I think that's uh, one of the gifts that you know, you know, I was able to learn. You know, what I'm saying is that you know you don't always have to be the go-to guy. You know, uh, at Illinois, I had to be the go-to guy, especially my senior year. Uh, that was my year, you know, and you know, I, I had a really good, I had a really good uh, college uh, career, but um, it could have came out after my freshman year or whatever. But, you know, I wanted to stay in college and get my degree. But at the same time, you know, the second year, I was able to play a little bit more pick and pop, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's a good offense. And, a lot, it's ran a lot now, uh, a lot more in today's NBA with the shooters, today's NBA, which, uh, you know, I think would be perfect for me. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know I was going to ask you about your fit in today's NBA, so, for sure. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, uh, I'm a little older now. You know, uh, NBA is, a, is, is an entity. It's a younger guy's entity. So, you know, we're creating some other stuff, but – my second year was great for me because I was, a, you know, I was excited to come in and play and be part of the city, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, try to help the city win and and do well. And you know, it's funny, you know, that you know a lot of a lot of uh, our teams that we had, you know, we always went to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? We always yeah. tried to go win. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we got a lot of scrutiny for not going all the way to championships and things, but that's being an LA Laker, you know, you always yeah. got that talk on your back and that's the, that's the brand and that's the respect and uh, that we all have and the pride that we all have is that we want to want and win championships. You know what I'm saying? I don't think if you, if you, if you were a Laker, I don't think uh, you didn't have that in your mind. You know what I'm saying? Uh, sure. To not win the championship. You know what I'm saying? So for me, you know, when I came out here from Illinois, I just wanted to help the team win and, Play my hardest for the team. That's it, and help people, help the community. That's it. So yeah, the second year was great for me. It, it, was, it gave me a chance to play, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, then on uh, the next year, you know, and I end up going to uh, Orlando, 
Did um, that trade? Uh, yeah, I was gonna ask you. Did that? And that's that was actually your. You had four years in LA, and then early in your fifth year, the 2007-2008 season, yeah, that Orlando trade for Trevor Ariza. Did that yeah. catch you off guard, or were you expecting the move might happen? Caught me off guard a little bit because here I was, one of the main shooters coming back. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, from the last year, shooting 40 percent. Same time, you know that's the business. You know you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta. Uh, keep the uh, emotions out of it and uh, sometimes it's hard to do but you know uh, when you're younger but you get older you know you get a little you have a little pride that takes effect you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. you want to play and you want to you know what I'm saying be out there on the floor and helping and uh, at those point in times there was times where I was playing and I wasn't so sure. you know I was sometimes I come in and I get you know I come in I get 25 points you know, for instance, I'll play for two weeks straight and average 20 points. You know, I'm, you know, I have to sit down because, you know, I'm the bigger money player. Yeah. He's playing or something, you know what I'm saying? And it will mm-hmm. come back from an injury or something like that. So, you know what I'm saying? I just always try to just stay ready, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, a lot of times I was thrown in the fire, you know what I'm saying? Especially during winning time, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. uh, high-pressure situations because I kind of grew up in high-pressure situations and, <laughs> Throughout my whole life, I've been in high-pressure situations, but, you know, I kind of try to keep cool in those situations, so I feel like I, that's why a lot of times I was out there in those situations to hit a big shot or draw yeah. somebody near me near me to uh, for a decoy or, you know, set a pick for somebody, draw the defender, you know what I'm saying, like that, so... Yeah, I think you know that's what that's the skill that was I was able to use throughout my career. You know, they make that trade for you uh, for Trevor Ariza that you and Maurice Evans were involved in, and a few months later, the Lakers made a trade for Powell that kind of shifted the power in the NBA to them for you know about two and a half, three year stretch, and they go yeah. on to make three straight finals, winning two of those. What was I mean? Did you? I mean, as you know, not as a former Laker at that point, but somebody who was still on the team fairly recently, was that kind of strange for you to watch their success, like from afar, than when you were on Orlando and then in Houston? No, nah, because I, when you get traded, you really can't worry about that. You feel what yeah. I'm saying? Like, shit, I was then I was playing for Orlando. You know what I'm saying? And then, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that I, makes sense. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to get in, you know, the lineup there and. You know, I had great teammates in Orlando with, you know, Dwight and, you know, Rashard Lewis and Hedo. And, you know, when I came there, you know, I, knew I was going to rotate in with those with uh, those two, Hedo uh, and Rashard, you know what I'm saying? Because we were like, you know, players, you know, could play on the perimeter and shoot and draw people out on the outside. Hedo had an incredible year that year. Mm-hmm. If uh, you, if, if people don't remember, you know what I'm saying? He, and uh, Rashard, you know, he. Rashard was Rashard. He always plays plays well. So, yeah. you know, it was great being on that team. You know, he had an incredible year that year, and he was. I think he almost. I think he got six men of the year that year, or something like that, or most improved, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, most improved that year. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So you know, and he was hitting buzzer beaters, and I think they had him playing every position at that time. So you know, he. Uh, you know, I can't say nothing bad about our team, my teammates, man. We're all a fraternity. And then, uh, you know, we help, we try to help each other. No, that makes sense. Um, so I got one last question for you that I think some Laker fans might enjoy. Uh, I like to do this with uh, previous guests that have been on the podcast as well. 
but I'm looking at the complete Lakers roster for your rookie season. Guys who played in at least one game that year for the Lakers. There are 17, including you. How many of those can you name? I probably can name all of them. Uh, picture, man. You know what I'm saying? Right now, like I said, I probably can name all of them. I, I, remember, I pretty much remember everybody that I usually am around. And if not, if I don't remember it, uh, I have I pretty much have a photographic memory. It might not hit me pretty soon, but it hit me later. So. <laughs> I always try to keep in touch, touch with everybody that I'm, I'm, I'm around and try to be cool with people, man. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I think try to live life and do the things that we can the best way we can, man, and try to keep, save our blessings every day, man. Uh, sure. I, I just had an old teammate that just passed away, you know what I'm saying, yesterday. You know what I'm saying? So. Oh, I get pretty, yeah, you. Know. It's with Russell Butler and with the Clippers, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. So, about that. Yeah, I forgot your You know what I'm saying? Like, man, people just got to realize that life is short and, uh, you know, enjoy the time you have each around each other. You know, that that's all I'm trying to do now. I got three boys now, man, trying to take care of them the best way I can with with no drama, man. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, you know, if life hits you, you got to keep on going and handle things the best way you know how, man. That's it. No, uh, that's a good way for uh... – Let's kind of wrap up here. I really appreciate your time today, Brian. Um, Thank you so much for coming on the Forgotten Lakers podcast. All right, brother. Peace.